0: We can just roll into this Annie app here. Yeah.
1: Zelda app, aren't we? Oh, no, we're not going to. We're not <laughs> oh, going to. Wait, wait, no, we're going to Anna, right? Because we're going to yell at each Annie, other about Annie's Zelda. St- yeah, yeah, no, yeah. we keep the yelling to the second one. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> sure. we're probably going to yell at each other in this Anna app, too.
0: Yeah, it'll go, it'll go yeah, both ways on yeah, both yeah, episodes, yeah, yeah. I bet. We'll, so. There'll
1: be more yelling in the Zelda app, so we'll save that to the second one.
0: Yeah, yes. okay. and more potential like just, I just feel like there's more on that bone. But, well, but not. that's not true at all. There's plenty on
1: both bones. Both yeah. bones have meat. I don't remember we- a
2: single thing I talked about in the first anniversary episode, so this is all fresh to me.
1: Nice. So we, got enough, new, yeah.
0: we got a new. We got a new topic that Randall kind of threw into the mix too. So, mm-hmm. um, I got three kind of jotted down, and then if we feel like we need to roll on from there, I think we'll do be you- fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys want to
0: recap on the topics or just roll into it? Give it to me fresh on the floor. We'll do it live.
1: Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Hey
0: everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there. And Randall Nolary. Hey folks. And we are back again, again. to try our 4-year uh, anniversary <laughs> episode here. We're taking another stab at Why it. Why are we doing it again? Uh, we uh we sat down to record one and we got about uh I probably I'd say like 40 45 minutes <laughs> Into the episode here, and that's why this episode's coming out maybe about a month after our actual uh, four-year anniversary here. But, hey, we still got to celebrate. We had to wait for John to be able to sync up with us and stuff. But, uh, yeah, we got about 40, 45 minutes in, and then uh, Randall was like, hey, guys, my (laughs) recording stopped (laughs) at about... uh, 35 minutes in and we were like that's about the time that we like clapped which is when we mm-hmm. like kind of clapped to like sync up starting the episode so like i don't think we got any of that so, no, so maybe there'll be some uh yeah. basketball talk i feel like we, we i don't know we talked about a few things before we you know we got 30 minutes of
1: yeah recording oh, yeah.
0: so there might be some save it for the cast <laughs> material there in the future but uh yeah we uh, you know we were a little bit not not unprepared but we were kind of doing a little bit more of a winging it approach for the uh anniversary edition so it's like part of me is like hey we get what we uh you know But for being a little less prepared, we get what we get. I
1: salvaged it by ruining it. (laughs) So. <laughs> yeah. but hey we, we, oh, got a little we, we did in.
2: drone on a lot like it honestly yeah. probably needed some editing so maybe exactly. getting this a, is like may, or maybe yeah randall was just like oh god i need to i need to make sure that we don't release this episode like,
0: <laughs> he's like guys this is going off the rails here um, but yeah we uh we got a few topics here that, like it kind of helped us hone this in a little bit we are going to keep it a little more free form you know oh, in the yeah. past we've kind of like Picked a top, like picked a game that we've, you know, cha- kind of a game we want to champion that we haven't talked about yet on the podcast. But now it's like, okay, as the years go on, we've talked about so many games. Well, let's just pick some topics that give John kind of came up with this idea to a degree, you know, kind of loosely, and just like let's pick some topics that give us excuses to talk about more games that we love, uh, but just kind of more conversational as opposed to like let's talk about this game, then this game, then this game. So, yeah. anyways, one of the things that uh, John kind of mentioned. Uh, and that we dug into a little bit uh, when we tried this the first time around was like games with unique uh, or interesting control schemes or maybe even just favorite control schemes. Uh, I don't know exactly what angle you were thinking of that from, John. But like, you know, for me, one of the first games that comes to mind is like when I'm thinking interesting control schemes, I'm like, oh, like Sin and Punishment or like games yeah. that have like funky control schemes on like N64 yep. uh, and stuff like that. Like almost like my first thought was like, oh, games that are like annoying or have like controls, you really got to get like used to them. They're like so you know, one of a kind, but what were, what were you kind of thinking, uh, from that angle, John? Uh,
2: definitely like one of the reasons was because I was thinking of like Katamari Damacy and mm-hmm. just like that very yeah. interesting, like dual stick, like control scheme. And then like, uh, also, you know, my, always my go-to favorites, like Metroid prime, <laughs> where that was the, the game that kind of got me into like f-
1: FPSs in general. And yeah. like, um, <clears throat>
0: Oh, like, even though there legitimate. was no
1: legitimate second stick on the GameCube, it's yes, just the, the C nub, you know, yeah, it, but it didn't
0: <laughs> and it didn't have any camera control in that game, to the best of my knowledge, other than maybe some minor stuff. So it was like you really were kind of like moving, I don't know, almost like in a rigid. Yeah. Like, you, you could know, strafe with locking pattern. on and use right. that to be like hypermobile as well, uh, just, which felt great. Still, I does. thought. Yeah, I thought it
2: felt incredible to play. Yeah. Like that,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause once I like my first thought was like leaning into like the Nintendo 64 games and like thinking of stuff like sin and punishment, but then like the stuff that really kind of stands out to me is stuff like on the Nintendo DS, like uh mm-hmm. elite Beat mm-hmm. agents, yes. like is the first game that came to mind. Um, but really just like anything, whether it's Kirby canvas curse or mm-hmm. Yoshi touch and go, which controls very similarly to uh Kirby canvas curse where you're just kind of like drawing clouds and platforms and whatever for Yoshi or Kirby to walk on and, and Right around and like you know those are like so one off like they're they're kind of stuck to that system. I mean, I mm. guess you could play them on PC with like a mouse or something like that, but there's still something a little bit different about playing with a stylus. You know, I never even uh picked up that Kirby and the Rainbow Curse on yeah, Wii U, same. Partially because I was like, man, it's gonna look so good on my TV. Not that it <laughs> won't look good on the Wii U gamepad, but like, correct. I almost wish they would bring that one to Switch because I would just play it handheld and yeah, you know, presumably it'd be upresed a little bit and. Whatever, because I just feel like there's no real way to do that without touch controls. Maybe you could get Analog, away with like stick, gyro pointing, maybe, maybe gyro like, yeah. going like Wii remote, you know, style and maybe. like pointing and, and you know, because it it worked pretty good even on the Wii for like, you know, World of Goo. You know, that's another yeah. game actually that comes to mind for like interesting control schemes, Uh, because that was like even picturing playing that on PC doesn't seem as fun because no. like with a mouse, you can just put it exactly where you want. And, you know, click on the exact spot where, like, it was, like, on World of Goo. You're like, oh, let me stretch this thing, like, to the exact spot, like, as far as I can get it. Click it there. And, like, you you know, you're kind of trying to balance your hand and stuff. It felt and I forgot so good about that, that game. They nailed yeah, that. that. game that was one of the first game was, Wii,
1: like, downloadable WiiWare games. They nailed yeah, that. Yeah, that,
0: that was early, early yeah. on. And, yeah, they really nailed, like, the physics feel of everything. And I'm usually somebody who doesn't necessarily love physics and games, but when it's more like kind of puzzly and free form and like you're, I guess more on, on a 2d, yeah uh, grid that tends to work a little bit better for me just cause there's like a little more restriction to what mm-hmm. you could do with the physics. But yep. yeah, just that way that goo felt compared with like aiming at the screen, it just felt really good. Yeah. And then oh
2: man, I remembered Kirby's air ride for the GameCube. Yeah. Like just I such a unique, uh, racing game. And, like, I remember at the time it was, like, I thought it was a little too simplistic when it came out, but then, like, (laughs) as I played it later on, I was just like, God, this is really genius how, like, it's basically a one-button racing game where it's just pressing A and then, like, using that to drift, like how long you held it down on various stars like would have you charge in different ways or have you like change how you turned in different ways but like it was such a good straightforward game with then all of like sakurai's little things is like all right now here is a 25 by 25 grid of challenges that will unlock things for you
1: yeah yeah but oh, it's a, yeah. a simplified input in gameplay and you're just maximizing the ideas that come out of that, right?
0: Yeah. You know. it was so
1: good. Yeah.
0: It almost sounds like it's kind of like uh what was that game from Capcom that like I think it was called like Asura's Wrath or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like it's almost like quick time events like about like just like timing your you know like getting the grind just right or like that game Thumper if anybody's oh, yeah. ever played that. Like, yeah. yeah I would it seems say like it's kind of similar to, to that, that. Definitely
1: that closer respect. to Thumper, yeah. Good good okay, comparison on that. Okay, interesting.
0: Interesting because, yeah, I always pictured it as just being like kind of like an F zero, but k- with Kirby, you know, skin slapped on it like a real fast paced racing game. But pictured it to be a traditional control, you know, control scheme, just steering left and right and maybe some drifting or whatever. But
2: yeah, it's pretty much
0: on rails. Like that's the thing. It's like you
2: just L- yeah literally like, didn't hold like I'm pretty sure there are like some tracks that had walls and stuff that like you would get stuck on if you like just left a controller to itself. But for the most part, like. It would just go at, like, your base cart speed or star speed if you didn't do Mm -hmm. anything. But, you know, you're supposed to be navigating into copy abilities, which will give you either boosts or, like, let you attack parts of the environment, which would then open up new routes or, like, different things like that. Ah, really good game. Like, honestly, no reason that shouldn't be ported or yeah. reinvent reinvented or something specifically like that kind of yeah. segues into like, that other topic yeah. that i remember on that you prepared like if you want to <laughs> go into
0: that the one from randall you're talking about uh-huh. or? I, I think so yeah uh-huh. yeah so randall kind of threw out uh, a topic hey, that we wait, didn't get into don't. well yeah yeah huh? you go you go into this Randall. yeah yeah sorry
1: <laughs> hold on and talk about my control schemes. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. What are we doing? To, John's getting ready for that transition, and I'm like, yeah, here we go. It's smooth.
1: Perfect. No, no smooth. <laughs> um, so control schemes, you know, I where my head goes, there's a couple different angles. You know, the tying into the GameCube of it all is like super monkey ball, like just really oh, simplistic, yeah. maximizing, again, a simple input. And seeing how far it can go. It's just, yeah. here's a really good analog stick that gives you extremely good precision control for the first time. How can we maximize that? And then, yeah. you know, that's kind of like spiritual successor to like Marble Madness, where you literally used a trackball in the arcade. And like you maximize yeah. the control feel that way. Just, you know, moving your your little ball character just through, uh, you know, tight corridors. And like how good and satisfying that feels when you do it right. And you do it quickly, right? Right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's
0: a good point. Like that weightiness in those games that you're mentioning, like Monkey Ball, more more so on Marble Ma- Marble Madness. But like that momentum that yeah. you get from like, oh yeah, you know, just picking up speed, especially in some of like so the extra well. modes in Monkey Ball when you're like just going flying and stuff like that. Like yes, oh man, I forgot about Monkey Ball. Man, we used to play that so Great. much back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. specifically
1: the first two on, on GameCube, which I think they've remade subsequently. But yeah, um, otherwise. Weirdo games like I my head goes to like what are the weird one-off controllers because I love my weird one-off hardware that like yeah goes in line with this so like the typing of the dead on Dreamcast Uh, where literally that's the Dreamcast keyboard to play House of the Dead 2 and it's incredible because you're just typing the words and letters above the zombies heads like Mavis Beacon meets House of the Dead (laughs) it's It's literally just the game of House of the Dead (laughs) it's so good like Ah, oh, it's oh, it's so good. And, you know, the the only other one, you know, Sin and Punishment, like you said, Kevin, that came to mind is just like a really like intense, complex, you know, basically the developer saying like, screw you player for like, you know, we're not going to make something that's comfortable to you. We're going to make something that maximizes like the game that we're making right here. Right. You know, with yeah. this yeah. control scheme and this controller, you know? Yeah. Uh, But what I ended up thinking of otherwise on N64 was No Mercy, which I've talked about before on the Mm, podcast, which one of the few games to use the D-pad on the Nintendo 64, which is notable in its own right, but also use the analog stick because you had to flick it to do your super moves once you got there. So you like, you you know, claw reached your thumb across the controller to flick the... (laughs) Mm-hmm. The analog stick to do your super, but otherwise like maximized every button on that controller besides Z for a specific purpose, you know, in, yeah. you know, context sensitive purpose, you know, if you like strong grappled or weak grappled based on how long you held a, when you grabbed them and, you know, every button had like multiple context, you know, capabilities even even all like the, the c buttons were used you know for you know attack purposes or picking up weapons or leaving the ring or going up on the top rope or whatever it might be right and it's all super context sensitive and maximized that controller to like the nth degree
0: yeah that's a that's a really good point yeah and it's and when you mentioned uh like doing like the little like flicking the stick to do the special moves and whatever yeah kind of reminds me like it's worth giving a shout out to like the skate series as well for kind of yeah. like. Switching up that skateboarding because it felt and really Tony like Hawk's a few, Pro like,
2: Skater like that was also yeah. a great control ski. Oh, yeah, felt yeah, so it
0: were good. It felt really intuitive to just like hit the top but for me. I always played on PlayStation, so like triangles grind. I mean, maybe yeah. just like like circle grab square for uh, flip tricks. It just felt very natural in that regard. But like even on a numpad like,
2: on the PC, it was <laughs> two
0: four eight and
2: six. Whoa. like Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. That same diamond shape on yeah. Because yeah, I played a little
0: bit on sixty four, and yeah, it was the the C. Buttons and, yeah. and that worked pretty decently as well. Plays good on that, um, but yeah, like and I never was like very good at skateboarding by any stretch of the imagination. But I thought they did a really good job of like, like converting like, oh, this is like the flick motion that you have to do to do a pop shove it, and this Skate is, a kick is flip, so and this hard is like...
2: but so satisfying. Yeah, like, hey, exactly. Like amazing. it actually
0: feels like you're nailing tricks for real, yeah. you know, like to a degree. It's it's really cool. I know that series has gone a little bit off the rails over the years. Like go. I've heard like the latest one is just like crazy. Like you can just do these like very unrealistic, like huge jumps. And we're like the, you know, the first games, I feel like that was kind of the core concept was oh, like, like uh, hey, it's not going to be Tony Hawk where you're like right. doing backflips off of, you know, grinds and stuff like that you know you're this is going to be a little more grounded
1: but you have
2: to angle the board to where you're landing and your momentum yeah. doesn't launch you off it oh uh, i need to
1: play those
2: they're oh, so hard awesome. yeah. <laughs> they're yeah
0: one of the hardest games i've ever played. they really are my uh. brother had it and was really into it and i was like I, I can play a couple like have fun for a little bit but once you start after like racking up certain scores i can't remember yeah. how the structure of that game worked but i was just like oh my
2: god yeah, uh, but still had really I had cool to control do scheme. a trick on purpose. I was like, nope. Yeah, do exactly.
0: It. That's how it is with me and Ali Ali. I was just going to say, because the Ali Ali series, like, kind of took that and ran with it. But it's the same thing when there's a challenge, like, do this trick over this gap. I'm like, eh, I'm just, I'm never going to do that challenge because I just can't, <laughs> especially when they get a little more challenging than just doing, like, a kickflip or something. Right. Um. But, yeah, I guess I got a little bit of a false start there for a second. Yeah. But, uh, Randall, I know you kind of threw a topic out there uh, for one that we didn't talk about on our previous, uh, kind of run through at this. So, uh, why oh, don't yeah. you take it away on that, uh, regard?
1: Yeah. So there's, there is a natural segue there, um, which is me just kind of, you know, poking at Activision a little bit, but it, it's on my list. <laughs> Tony Hawk pro skater one and two was a thing that came out, not all that long ago in the overall schema thing yet. They have no plans of yep. bringing Tony Hawks pro skater three slash four. The yep. engine is right there. You did all the work. You did yeah. all the work. It, it can perfect.
0: even just be like DLC if you want it. Yeah. If you really wanted oh it my to God, be.
1: Yeah. Like, come on. What are you doing? It's free money. Yeah.
2: Yep. But that, like, doesn't that developments like group don't they not even exist anymore? I think that's
1: correct. Yes. What a, uh, what a
2: waste.
0: Yeah. It, you, seriously.
1: Waste. Like the it,
0: people who did the remake, you mean? Yes. yes. Not the original. Activision oh. shut it down yes what they did a pretty good job with that game yeah they did an incredible job but I (laughs) yeah it takes me back instantly like I got it from my brother I've mentioned for Christmas or whatever it was it may it's Christmas and yeah he's like plays it all the time and he barely plays his switch so
1: yeah it's incredible it's so good I've I've got a lot of other ones but like some of the ones that top you know top of mind first I'll save one that I'm sure might get mentioned otherwise but did you say what the actual topic well. i was nope. just gonna say yeah, nope, we, yeah. sorry <laughs> no sequels games we wish had sequels or you know you know, you know yeah we'll stick with that right yeah mm-hmm.
0: games or series
1: that like maybe kirby's have air stopped ride or yes yeah exactly yes yes that probably would have helped if i would have provided that context to everyone else <laughs> games we wish had yeah. sequels um but the other big one for me uh, that i don't know that i've ever really talked about on the podcast is skies of arcadia you know that's Ooh, a dreamcast yeah. rpg and you know maybe down the line i'll talk about it a lot more but it just like it hit my buttons granted it's a it's another sega game so no huge surprise there but it's a uh, one of the rare sega rpgs and every every time they make one i i tend to love them i guess i don't know it just hits my buttons and I kind of forgot that was a Sega game. I always yeah. kind of
0: picture it because they look it, look it has a similar style to the Tales games, yeah. especially from mm-hmm. that era. So oh, I yeah. always kind of like lump those. I just assume they're made by the same people, but I forgot that was Sega.
1: Yeah. And uh, I played the, the Skies of Arcadia Legends version, which was the GameCube um, yeah. port that added a little bit more as far as some of the like side battles and brought down the uh, random battle encounter just a little bit. And, you know. So it's it just man I I loved everything about the the charm of that game I guess I'm not sure how else to describe it but it's just it hit my butt. I mean, it was and- a
2: JRPG in in the 3D were like realm before like it started adding all of JRPG bloat. Yeah. So it's more complicated than like the Final Fantasy games that were stuck in that yes like the pre-rendered background era of 3D games but like yes. It, it, like, didn't have all of the complexity of subsystems and submenus that later became, like, the staple of JRPG. Like, that's one of the—part of the reasons why I like Tales of Symphonia so yeah. much is that it is in that, like, era right before, like, JRPGs just started adding mechanics and needed to be
1: games that you played for hundreds of hours. Two hundred hours, Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. G- yeah, another excellent example that way. Yeah. And like the and, and I would say in both of those games, the battle system was more interesting yeah. than a lot of traditional JRPGs, because in Skies of Arcadia, you had the ship battles and in Tales of Symphonia, you had more real time type of encounters yep. that were happening yeah. that way. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's,
1: yeah. There's a lot more to it in really the meat of it, you know, that you what you're actually playing in the RPGs and JRPGs of that era, you know, the yeah. battle system.
0: Yeah. And it does seem like almost like a little more of a I don't want to use waste as the right word, but like it does seem like setting up that big, this like big, grandiose adventure, because I remember actually watching you or Milton maybe back in the day play some Skies of Arcadia or maybe yeah. it was Tales of Symphony, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. But either or, yeah. it's like you're going on this huge grand adventure. And like, again, for tales, for example, they've gone on and made, you know, how many games in that series or whatever, where it's like, it just Plus. feels like you got all these characters, all this, this universe you built and created and get people to invest in. Cause you are playing for a decent amount of time. And if you, you know, if you're enjoying the game, you're sucked into it. It's like, it seems like kind of a, a yeah, shame when like games, like series like that don't, you know, get their stories continued, but maybe it, you know,
2: no, it on, a one-off story on that exact same note. It, the, would be my pet series that I always am dreaming will be revitalized because it did get one restart several years after, like, the originals, but the Golden Sun series, like, Golden Sun 1 and 2 are like a great pick incredible handheld RPGs like in the beautiful games SNES era like kind of design school but with like modern sensibilities of like the Game Boy Advance and then they made the Golden Sun Dark Dawn for the DS and that was a great game like it was so good at like continuing the story of the original Golden Sun games and like making it a good like sequel with the DS controls yeah and then they never did anything else with that series ever again and no. it's the most depressing thing because it's such a good it's a Camelot and like Nintendo joint and it's yeah. Uh, like yeah those games had, well I made. only played a little and- bit of them. Yeah, I yeah.
0: was going to say I only ever played a little bit, but the polish was like extreme oh, awesome cause the graphics, the soundtrack, like it was they were just gorgeous games. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's a super love letter to like the 16-bit era, you know, but mm-hmm. like in more of that 32-bit style, which I know we yeah, all appreciate. Yeah, with the
2: pre-rendered right? like character and enemy models, so they yeah. were like they they were a better version of that. It's like oh yeah, like it's pretty much sprite art, but they were like of like three D generated models, like yeah. outside of yeah. a, a uh, Ga- it game. It was Boy like advance. It,
0: it was like kind really of like good, top though. down, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was like it kind of like looked top down and isometric at the same time. Like something about the perspective, yeah. it just has a little yeah. more depth than like a typical top down game. I feel yep. Um, Man, yeah, I, th- I was gonna say I need to play those, but realistically, I'm never gonna play RPG <laughs> that long. But you're I still not gonna wanna, carry like, my,
2: over your watch- data, uh, like using a like Metroid cable, original baby. like hex code password <laughs> that you <laughs> use to say how many what your ending equipment and Golden Sun one was, so you could carry it over to Golden Sun two. Oh my
1: god! Oh, wow. what an incredible! Is that incredible, how that happened? Jeez. Uh, when, that, when Dark crazy. Dawn
2: came out, I went back and beat Golden Sun One, and then beat Golden Sun Two, so that I could like finally do it. And those ending battles for both of those games were some of the most brutal, oh, like, yeah. turn-based battles I've ever played.
1: Yeah, like, unbelievable. I remember that reputation those games having at that time too.
2: Yeah, yeah, so good
1: it's too yeah, bad the for, ds game i remember that didn't get quite as good of reviews as the game boy Advance games and i wonder if that sunk it to some degree too but yeah if, like hearing you it was talk a lot about it easier and, yeah well, like, that's fine
2: <laughs> but i also didn't care because yeah. it was a sequel to a game series i loved like Absolutely. a decade later
1: yeah yeah i keep waiting yeah. for kevin to, to mention the jr the the rpg that i uh that i know uh he would say here but he hasn't said it yet well, I'm I'm not I don't have an RPG jotted down here, so I'm not uh Paper not Mario sure what you thousand the door, baby. Come on now. Oh yeah,
0: we yeah, we've kinda seen some we've obviously like the series <laughs> has continued, but yeah, to have yeah. something like a little more proper. Yeah. Like a yeah, a little more proper and to be fair I haven't played the the one on Switch or the one on Wii U, but it's not the same. Um and I have enjoyed the some of the other, like the Sticker Star. I thought was decent, even though I never yeah. finished it because you
2: Super didn't Paper get to. Mario. I remember this conversation. It started you getting get this point yeah, when it just
0: I, I, falls apart completely
1: and these ruins games it don't for count. itself. That's the conceit yeah, but, of this this conversation. <laughs>
0: To me, they're still they still count in my mind.
1: Okay, Um, but
0: the the games that uh, that I was thinking of and actually to keep on like that DS train, like and actually kind of on that train of like series that have gone off the rails a little bit for me, like WarioWare, Mm. I feel like WarioWare Touched is like probably the last favorite WarioWare game of mine. Uh, yeah. just again, those touchscreen controls, it's so intuitive. It's just like, they can just show some crazy shit on the screen and you just kind of know what to do. Once you get the, yeah. once you get what the game's doing and you, they're just going to show a cucumber on the screen and you just have to intuit <laughs> that, Hey, I got to slice <laughs> this thing up into like as many slices as I can, as fast as I can without thinking about it. Like yeah. once you get it you just kind of get it and you're and you're rolling with it whereas like WarioWare on the Wii smooth moves as much as it had that same energy it was like it's got to teach you like the way to hold the remote yeah. each time and if you're playing with someone for you know, with friends and just showing them the ropes. Oh, you got to show them how to use it. It just kind of. It was cute, but it lost the a little bit of the magic. Yeah. Yeah. And then they've done like the WarioWare DIY, which I actually never picked up myself. And a really cool concept. Like, yeah. They've done a bunch of cool stuff with WarioWare since. And I bought the one on Switch. I was a little bit disappointed in that. WarioWare Gold um, on
1: 3DS was good, but that was just like a best of compilation to be fair. Yeah. yeah.
0: I never picked that one up. Yeah. yeah I forgot about it. I actually kind of forgot about that. But then they also had that like uh, Wario Game and Watch or Wario and Watch or whatever. Game Not and Game Watch, but Game and Wario, yeah, um, and I got that like through the nin- club Nintendo Same. points or something, Same. Uh, but I still I don't oh, think yeah. I ever played it other Same. than like just to check out the mini games for uh yep. a quick second, but the, like Wario where and actually Wario Land because I still think back about oh, Wario yeah. Land Shake It on the Wii, yeah, how good that looked, but that it wasn't even in widescreen and it was I just know. like why is this game in four by three? What the hell, <laughs> man? It's so crisp, these perfect hey, some, animations. I
2: had a still had a four by three tube
1: TV by the time. True, that that's true. That's true. And that, so that was a yeah. perfect definition it, it probably looked me. incredible on that TV, too. Oh, yeah. And, and it looked incredible
0: yeah. even on an HD. Yeah. That, that game looks so crisp. Just yeah. those, like yeah, cartoon animations. Yeah. And it really makes me think like, oh, man, what they could do with that series now. And I don't know. I, I just feel like there, there's a ton of potential. But another game, too, that just came to mind right off the bat. Although, at first I was thinking like Cave Story, but like we ca- we got Carol Blaster. It's not yeah. technically a follow up. And. There's just all those complications with Cave Story being like tied up with Nicalis. I don't know all yeah. the ins and outs of it, but yeah, um, I didn't want to be like negative about it. But I was like, oh man, I, I do. I love that being in that world, and that game is kind of short. And oh sweet, yeah, you agreed. Know? Um, but Wave Race is yes. the game that came to mind. Like F 2 to a degree, I'd love to see come back. But Wave Race, Blue Storm wasn't even bad. I thought about GameCube, this too, but like. Everything's like feels a little weighty, but there was just when I was thinking between F zero and Wave Race, I was just like, I just miss like going off those jumps and diving underwater and like the magic of like the dolphin or the orca like coming up beside you. You could ride uh, the dolphin
1: if you put the great coat in, and the control scheme was goddamn perfect. The wave. Oh yeah, speaking of control
0: schemes, yeah, yeah, the like inverted like up and down, like it just felt like oh, this is of course I want to pull down forward to go underwater, like forward and back to do a backflip, like. Uh, The barrel rolls. Yeah, that game was sweet. And it would just like I don't know. It just seems like a no brainer. How cool would that be on switch? I know, man, those like sunset levels where like the water's all orange and stuff. I just like that game is baked into my brain. I played
1: so much Wave Race 64 and I got Blue Storm at launch for GameCube over a lot of other games. And I was just like, uh, oh, okay, it's (laughs) just like, yeah, I didn't capture it. Didn't recapture the magic.
0: Yeah. And, and me being a little softer on Wave Race, uh, Blue Storm, me being like, oh, it's not half bad that I did buy it like years and years later when it was like five or ten it's bucks. Not, it, yeah, so thing, it's like, it's OK, not it's bad. not bad for it's that. But bad. I probably, if I would have shelled out 50 or 60, yeah. though, I probably would have been a little bit more like, oh, man, this is the only two, one of two games I have on my GameCube. Right. Uh, exactly. But yeah, that was kind of the game that really came to mind, just like, oh, man, we need another wave race or so really just another I lo- as much as I love Mario Kart and have been really I actually did the best. I've, I still came in last out of all my friends, but I was like, OK, <laughs> I won some more races than usual. I just felt a little more in control. But like, as much as I love Mario Kart 8 and just Mario Kart in general, I really would like to see another racing game from Nintendo again or yeah. Kirby's Air Ride. I don't care. You know, just give me another uh, Nintendo racing game.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I've got. I could keep rattling off one. I want Typing <laughs> of the Dead Two that came out apparently <laughs> in Japan in the arcade. It didn't come out here. I could take another one of those. Pokemon yeah. Puzzle League Two. Come on, Panel de Pon, a phenomenal puzzle game. Yeah, Any, you have anything it in your hands. Medios. Yeah, Medios. All of these properties, amazing puzzle. You know, t- Tetris is great, but it's not the only thing that exists. Come on, folks. Right. Like it's it's right there for the picking. Like yeah. Come on, come on, Panzer Dragoon Saga Two. I know that's yeah. a lot to ask, but if yeah. we're going to talk about RPG sequels. Hey, man, we, right got, we got Shenmue
0: 3. You we know, did. We got Shenmue yeah. 3 at some point. We got Duke Nukem Forever eventually. You <laughs> oh, know? It's like, Some of these games eventually happen. Supposedly, uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is still in the works somewhere. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
1: that's been a good decade. So, yeah. I mean, now yeah, we uh, got more. Half-Life
2: Alex, like yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's like the stuff kind of comes around of, especially now that everyone's trying to cash in on that nostalgia.
1: They're like digging through their back catalog, like
0: what IP could we bring back here?
1: Yeah, what do people have fondness for? Yeah, we finally got a Pokemon Snap sequel, stuff like that. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So hey, that's true. That's true. What about uh, what about you, John?
2: I think I said a lot of them. Um, like I'm trying to think if there's any others that like. I think I, I think I touched on most of them. I'm sure, like as soon as we finish recording, I'm gonna be like, but yeah, what about like... this game? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I was, I was already, I was actually. I mean, I'm getting fantasy like, life and, sequels, and, stuff, and
2: So yeah, yeah, I've yeah. It's like we're getting a lot of these. We're getting a lot want. of
0: the ones we want. Yeah, yeah. It has and been. Even it's getting, been good like, remakes or like these reimaginings from like in in whether it's Wild Guns. Or, yeah, like, you know, I didn't, I wouldn't have necessarily thought like I need another Pocky and Rocky game, but like, hey, we got one. Yeah, yeah, I know. Take them
1: all day long. The last five years have been really good that way. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then uh, I guess. Uh, so the other topic that we had, too, was like uh, multiplayer games or modes in single player games. So I'll let you kind of take the lead with this jump one, th- with this one, John, because I'm num- number one. You've introduced me to a ton of these modes and games, like whether it's on like 64 stuff we've done on like the it's switch online or whatever. Like but like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's been a ton because I have I don't have much like when I when I was thinking about this, I was like, man, I really can only think of like playing the shit out of the Uncharted 3 multiplayer, like, online mode, sure. which is just, like, you know, pretty strictly. And honestly, the only reason I looked this up is I was like, what games I, like, actually just Googled, like, multiplayer modes and single-player <laughs> games. And it was it was all, like, online-style multiplayer stuff, which right. is not necessarily what I was trying to look for. But I was like, I did really love it like, because it was, like, kind of like a dumbed-down version of, like, stuff like Overwatch or whatever that's just, like, more simplified because it was just, you know, it was just, like, kind of basic, but it was, like, I don't know. The balance, the level design was good. I had a lot of fun with that. I do have some other thoughts, but I'll, I'll kick it to you on uh, this topic to get us kind of rolling here.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, we've mentioned before, like Kirby 64, like Checkerboard uh Chase. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. has even gotten the whole like full game remake and drag and drop that uh, other. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Which is just a great idea. Like, yeah, keep music, making these full game versions of these good concepts like yes yeah we let's played, just add some
0: power-ups and throw some twists into the mix yeah
2: yeah we did uh the pokemon stadium all three of us recently <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. like i'm looking forward to doing that again when pokemon stadium 2 comes out and Hell how yeah. that multiplayer mode is let's even better oh yeah yeah they uh Every Star Fox game that I've played, yes. like Star, a Star Fox Assault, we would do a lot of like, yeah, me and my brother loads. used to play that too. Oh, uh, like, and that was we, uh, my group of friends would do that more with like Super Smash Brothers Brawl at the time, where we just make the most bizarre custom rules. And everybody does this with like, you know, Halo, where you're like, okay, needlers only, or, <laughs> like Golden Eye Slappers only, yeah. yeah, but like
0: proximity mines, yeah, yeah,
2: we like, uh, Star Fox Assault was such a weird game in yeah. that respect. Like, it still wasn't, like, you You guys played the Star Fox 64 multiplayer with yeah. us. Like, all, we all did that recently. Yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of pop-up in that game. Oh, where, yeah. Like, it's all of a sudden, like, yeah, things just are showing up. Like, they'd never fix that with Star Fox Assault. You're still playing in a GameCube Ooh. game. But, like... With a, you could get into a Landmaster and an R wing at will, and then also jump out and do a weird control scheme with a GameCube (laughs) and somehow. Yeah, I could never get used to playing on foot in that game.
0: Everything else felt great, and I was just like, ah, like, and even the on foot sections like seemed cool, but I just like it never clicked (laughs) in my brain. Same, like, pleased at the
1: time. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm sure if I dedicated enough time to it, I could get at least better at it and enjoy it a little more. But yeah, I just didn't have the patience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause for me, like some of the stuff that I thought of, like I'm, I'm more like, I was kind of thinking of like, like puzzle games, like more like the times with like, I've talked about on the podcast with like bleep bloop. When we were at your Mm -hmm. place, John, like playing like a single player game, like, and just turning it into a co-op experience, whether it be like everyone playing a puzzle game and you're like, just shouting out solutions to try out or something like that. Um, But even like when like, DJ and I have just, like, hot-seated games and just, like, pass the controller back and yeah. forth. Like, hey, let's play through all the Mega Man games and, like, either just trade off every time we die or every time... It depends on the game. Like, some games are, like, okay, if we're maybe trying to beat Super Meat Boy or something, like, okay, we're not going to pass it off every time we die. Maybe we'll do it every time we beat a level or something or right. a few levels if they're, like, real quick or something. Uh, but just, like, kind of taking turns. Like, play- we did the same thing with the Mario games. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, every time we collect a star in Mario 64, pass it back and forth, like... It's just like turning a game that's not meant to be co-op into one, especially if it's one that you're already comfortable and familiar with. And then I also do love when games like uh, the two that come to mind right off the bat were like Box Boy and Box Girl and Piku Niku, like games that have like a totally bespoke co-op campaign where it's like there's like a single player camp or a Portal 2 or something, you know, like games that like have, like, there is this mode that is, like, strictly designed for two people to play together. Yeah, um, I love that. I know that's obviously, like, a little bit of a different, like, a veering off of the topic, but I was just, like, I really appreciate when games, although I sometimes get, like, with Piku Niku, I got a little bit bummed because I was like, oh, I don't have anybody to play with, the, play this co-op campaign with right now. Uh, I didn't have online or anything, Uh So, yeah, I remember Glenn and uh, Becky were playing that together at the same time and, like, that I was playing it and her and I were talking about it and she kept, like, telling me about all these puzzles and I was trying to help her at first and I was like, wait, are you playing the co-op campaign? This this doesn't sound familiar to me at all. Um, So, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, I kind of love that, but I couldn't really think of any, like, modes in, in, like, you know, like, party. I was trying to think of, like, party, you know, games and stuff like that, but all that really was popping into mind was, like, multiplayer stuff.
2: I mean, even when we did our, like the controller around playing Hitman and but making yeah, it into its own game one. where it's like, okay, you beat this level, and then the next person can't do any of the things you did yes. to beat that level. And like that's good. especially with Hitman, like it just being a giant sandbox oh, where yeah. there's so many ways to solve every problem. Like it just becomes a like a really fun situation where you're like, all right, I've got a really bad idea, and I'm gonna try <laughs> to take this bad idea to its fullest extent.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or like almost like gaming the system like okay i'm gonna take this easy path so that the next person can't go right, this sure. way anymore like i'm gonna totally screw this like obvious way now everybody's got to find a secret way in or uh you know just totally break the game a little bit that's super or compelling. you're just john um,
2: where you just punch a guy take his clothes and
1: hide for an hour there you go <laughs> Victories of victory have the patience <laughs> yeah that's great yeah yeah and mine uh i, I had came at it a little bit of a different way i mean we talked a little bit about a stunt mode in a different game obviously wave race 64 does have a multiplayer mode but uh, you know for me that was mostly a single player game and the multiplayer that we played the most was the stunt mode and just like taking turns who gets the highest score Mm. putting together tricks a la like a tony hawk basically but in wave race you know yeah we're gonna bring up wave race 64 as often as we can apparently (laughs) on this episode um yeah other examples were like in Sonic Two, uh, playing as Tails oh uh, was yeah, was really yeah. cool, especially if you know you had like a younger sibling or cousin or whoever else that's you know. You know, you could be Sonic and take all the real hits, but Tails, you know, could also play if you just pick, you know, plug in the second controller, take control of Tails. Uh, and, you know, if they get hurt or get off the screen because you're going too fast, it's like no harm, no foul. They'll like reappear, yeah. they'll fly in the air and be dropped right next to you again. So I love the accessibility and stuff like that. And, you know, now with, you know, a, a younger daughter, I'm, you know, thinking more about yeah. those type of experiences with that or yeah. like. Even like Mario Galaxy, a second player can, you know, pick up the star gems or whatever, those sort of things. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Those are. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes it's easy to kind of write those off as like, oh, this
0: is like a little tacked on mode. But then when you're looking at it through the perspective of like, oh, I have a three year old nephew to play this game with. Oh, you're like, oh, this is a sweet feature. Like he can actually like engage with the game a little bit. Yeah. Yep. exactly.
1: Yep. Feel part of the experience. So, you know, I, I definitely really, uh, appreciate that even more than I did then. And I, you know, I thought it was cool then. Um, yeah, you know, and even then with tails is beyond just that, it gave you a uh, gameplay enhancement of, you know, if someone was tails, they could fly, pick you up and put you on top of an area that Sonic couldn't naturally just jump to. So like, yeah. even from that perspective, it added a little bit gameplay wise, but, uh, The other thing that came to mind was um, playing games like Until Dawn or the Telltale games where, like, choose your own adventure. Yeah, Here's these story beats. Playing those while someone else is, like, you know, like my wife is, you know, Tina's watching me play or something. And, you know, like, hey, what do we do? Do we we want to axe this guy, throw him to the zombies? Or do do we want to bring him along? Like, all these sort of, like, little moments that keep coming up, right? And Until Dawn is, like, the ultimate, like, horror choose your own adventure with this like group of you know just like an 80s horror teen movie type of thing but made into a game um you know and those collaborative choose your own adventure style experiences are really fun that way just sitting you know one person's got the controller but everyone's participating sort of experiences
2: yeah Yeah. because no that's that's how i played through a lot of like early games in like lauren and my relationship where like like i was playing portal and like she was yeah. watching it or like same it was yeah. doing like uh <clears throat> i played thomas was alone with her yeah and like the stanley parable where yeah. like that was more of just like us like kind of like playing together not really knowing what to do or like her doing like the couch co-op of like saying like why don't you try doing this or yes. like x y and z and like yes even though like I'm the only one like with the controller like we're still both playing the game and it's a nice collaborative thing it's awesome yeah
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that experience. Even if I'm the one not with the controller, I kind of, I kind of like that more sometimes depending on the game. It just helps you solve some puzzles and
1: you can zoom out that much more, right? Like you're not having to control it. So you can just get the full picture of things and like, Oh, I see maybe this plus this is like, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the other game to, to actually give one uh, an actual I guess uh, like I th- in my head, I was uh, thinking of this game as a multiplayer game, but just to give some more love to monkey ball. Like I used to play so much yeah. of like the multiplayer, like monkey target and monkey stuff like target. that. Uh, that that was the mode for whatever reason we played the most of just like trying to hover and get, you know, just like I don't know. It was like so competitive. We were all oh, pretty yeah. evenly matched in that game. When can you uh, class my group the of ball? Friends.
1: When's the time to go back into the ball and not fall into the water, but land on the target and hit the bullseye? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Just oh, so man. much fun, or or all the modes of Kirby's Air Ride. Yeah, we're just we're gonna like city, uh, hit city, the gong for called? all of our favorite niche <laughs> racing games. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Kirby's Air Ride, like City Escape, it was such a good mode. Yeah. Like, it was so yeah. weird cuz like it was basically just there would be a random mini game at the end and you were just collecting stats like for <laughs> your that like were little okay. items spread around and there would be like random events that would happen in this sandbox and like as the like timer would go down it would give hints on like what the type of mini game that the competition would be at the end. Yeah. So, like, if you would like, spent your entire time, like, building a cart around, like, top speed, and then it's like, oh, actually, like, this is all going to be about precision or strength at the end, then you're like, ah, shit, I need to, like, either abandon this star and find a stronger one or one, like, more geared towards that, or just only get that type of power up now. Yeah. And, like, it was... It was really inventive in such a weird multiplayer mode in a game that was mostly just racing.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's so cute. Where's our GameCube uh, console, virtual console GameCube experience on Switch? Come on now. Like, we could be doing these sort of things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It would, and even again, like just knowing how how good like Wind Waker looked, just uprez. I know that game yeah. was you know a little more stylized than some of these other ones, but still, I think Kirby's Air Ride just give it a little up-res, and it would look oh, great easy actually. Money. Uh, yeah. A game, uh, the menus and stuff didn't look great, but actually on uh, Xbox game pass or on games with gold, whatever, one of the downloads was uh pod racer episode one. Oh, I've been pod playing racer. that. Yeah. I've <laughs> been I, playing I did, that. Yeah. I fired it up. Number oh, yeah. one, the track, the laps are so fucking long. I was like, how did they fit this on a 64 cartridge? It plays uh, but well. But anyways, though. I was like, it plays great. Yeah. Like the, and it looks pretty good. Like yeah. it, they didn't do much. They, no. it looks like they just w- kind of gave it the banjo Kazooie treatment. Like yeah. widescreened it up, sharpened it. everything. Yep but not it's still the 64 assets it looks like you know yeah. it's not like oh they redid everything yeah. and it looks great and the sense of speed is awesome i was oh, getting yeah. pumped i was like this game is pretty still pretty good it still holds up A that's what kind of made me think like oh man f0 f0 needs to come back <laughs> yeah hey gx um, was good yeah yeah
1: if yeah. you were and good you know, at
2: it, which I never
1: was. <laughs> Fair enough. Same to be honest with <laughs> yeah. you. One of my buddies was, but he, he he had to like that was his job was to play that game alone in order to be successful at it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing I wanted to mention too with the sequels, uh, back to that topic is like, cause I the first thing I was thinking about is like I was thinking like, uh, what are the games I like love the most? Like I was thinking like thinking of more recent stuff, like Sayonara Wild Hearts or hey, A Short Height. Or games mm. like that, but then I was kind of like, "But those are like such singular, they like are. one of a kind. Like I wouldn't want to play another sh- a short hike. You know, it's like I, that's just kind of one of a kind. I'd love to play the next game from that developer, whatever right. it yeah. is, whether it's something similar, something different. But like I don't, I wouldn't want it necessarily to be a sequel to that game or Cyanara Wild Hearts, even though I'd eat Second it up album, if it existed. On, huh? But like, we yeah, I'd it? eat it up for mm. sure. But yeah. like, part of me is like, they're so singular, like yeah. you know, I almost like." A sequel can sometimes ruin the magic a yes, little bit. second album, mind, different
2: you know? genre, different aesthetic. There you oh, go. Now, now that would be awesome. Yeah, I'd go.
0: be all about it if they just kind of shifted gears Like, it wasn't
2: neon. It wasn't, like, polygon. Like, think about if it was more, like, the beautiful Joe cell shaded Let's with, go. like, a more ink well, speaking heavy. Speaking of games that could come
0: back. Oh, yeah. God, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, can li- we literally go- could just sit yeah, here and like rattle off series like, oh, Electroplankton. I was like, thinking of so many DS games earlier. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely dangerous territory for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Any other multiplayer stuff or just any other stuff we want to riff on before we uh, wrap up a little anniversary action? or. I'm I feeling I good. I feel
2: riffs. like we've discussed a good amount. Star yeah, Fox 64
1: 2. I understand that Assault came out, but I want Star Fox 64 2. Or just another yeah. rail shooter of some kind. Another major rail shooter, please. Just something. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so another rail shooter would be cool. Yeah. Because, yeah, Rez is probably the closest thing we've... And, like, the Panzer Dragoon remakes in recent years. So, yeah, let's get that Zwei
2: remake. We keep saying, like, oh, we need another on-rails thing. And, like, I have Neon White in my library. I know it's not exactly the same. I was going to say, that
0: one's, like, a little more... unique right is it's like a deck builder or something too right
2: yeah it's like a tur- oh
0: i'll have to i'll have to play it and come back you'll definitely oh, have man. to let me know because yeah, i same. i really want to play that game i yeah. forget who the developer is but it's somebody who their previous game was also really good i forget mm. i forget what they made before that but um, or we
1: just need to play star fox zero like we.
2: <laughs> i know we keep saying that but i also don't want to Ugh. <laughs> yeah
1: maybe we'll just hold out keep holding
0: out hope for Star Fox to make a comeback if the switch can if the switch can hang on you know long enough they gotta they gotta put a Star Fox game out there eventually yeah right yeah they gotta put uh, Metroid
2: Prime 4 out there all
0: right I was (laughs) I was gonna say that as a joke I was gonna say that I was like the sequel we need is a sequel to Metroid Prime 3 (sighs) um (laughs) oh too funny but it'll it'll be here eventually I, Uh I think But uh, Uh, but, yeah, I think we can wrap it up there for uh, (laughs) uh, four years of podcasting, which is crazy. Um, Yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And uh, yeah, we'll be back, uh, as always, uh, with some more video game action next week. And as always, you can find us on the Internet at pursuingpixels.com and everywhere else, pretty much.
1: And otherwise, we'll catch you next week. And until then, take care. Bye. Bye bye. Let me, let me, let me run. I can, I can do this in five seconds. Give me, give me five. Take your time. Take your time. No, I'm gonna take five seconds. (laughs) Nice.
0: Beauteous. I might not even have to jot down a new time here because I was rounding up. Nice. On the start time here. Yeah, I brought a backup. I got my koozie here. Oh damn, that was super fast. Maybe Randall doesn't lie. He said five seconds. That was super fast. Maybe like nine seconds. He delivered. There's this yeah, black shit
1: getting all over the floor from these headphones. The I'm headphones. still wearing them. Oof. God damn, oh, they're man. disintegrating.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep. Mine, uh, the inner the cups. F- fucking
1: whatever. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Those so are done. done. Yeah. Zo.
0: Dunzo Corleone. Yeah. <laughs>